Welcome to the U.S.-China Insights Podcast from the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations. In this edition, Yu Zhou, Professor of Geography at Vassar College, explains the Chinese government's Made in China 2025 plan. What is Made in China 2025? So this is the strategic plan published in June 2015 by Chinese State Council and the Chinese Development and Reform Commission. So it is designed to provide the strategic long-term guidelines for Chinese manufacturing industry from, um, for the next 35 years. I want to say that it is rather routine for China to put out these long-term strategic plans. They have five-year plan and then uh, these plan for different industries or sectors. Why is China pursuing this initiative? From China's perspective, it is standing at a crossroad. So there are three key factors um, which behind the this initiative. So the first has to do with um, where China is in terms of global production systems. So China exports a lot of manufactured goods, but uh, for these and for most of it, it is at the low end of the um, global supply chain. So for example, for iPhone, if it's you sell iPhone retail price six seven hundred dollars. China is the assembly place; it only makes six dollar of it. So many uh, products are like that. So Chinese companies are at the low end, as that can transfer into low wages and low profit rate. So that's first reason. The second reason is that um, China has a growing middle class consumers. So they demand better product in terms of quality and technological sophistication. So in these cases, we find many Chinese consumers are really, for example, a few years ago interested in Japanese-made rice cooker or Japanese toilet seats. So uh, which signals to the Chinese manufacturers they need to make better quality, high technology product for the consumers. The third reason is that the Chinese wages for manufacturing workers has been going up very rapidly in the last 10 years. So to the point it is close to, or maybe it is already the most expensive in developing economies in Asia. So that's good for the workers, but it's also cut China's competitiveness. So in order to offer the wages that are compatible, competitive in the market, <clears throat> and Chinese company has to upgrade. So either from um, the technology perspective, so the dependence on foreign technology has always been an issue. So, or from the labor resources, the workers' uh, wage, or for the market, that Chinese company as well as Chinese government felt they have no choice but to look at um, technological upgrade. So this Manufacture 2025 is an um, attempt to provide guidance for that development. Which industries is it focused on? Uh, Manufacture 2025 is a long-term plan. So it's designed of three stages. So by 2020, it wants China to be strong in some manufacturing areas. 
by 2035 is envisioned China became sort of a middle of the manufacturer of nations. By 2050, it envisioned China became a leader in um, large number of manufacturer sectors. So it's also identified the 10 sectors that China uh, should put strong emphasis to develop. If you look at these 10 sectors, they're pretty much uh, correspondent to China's own needs. And also reference uh, Germany, there's manufacture 4.0 plan. Is China's technological capacity at the same level as that of the United States? Okay, China is not at the same level of U.S.'s in terms of key technological sector. If you look at biotech, if you look at semiconductors or aerospace, and China is nowhere near the same level as the United States, China is also lagging behind in almost all the basic scientific research area uh, compared to the United States. Um, but China is putting a lot of money. It is catching up rapidly. However, it is hard to say that when it will eventually catch up because scientific knowledge and scientific research take a very long time. So, you know, nowadays if we issue Nobel Prize for science, it's usually reward the work that done decades ago. So it takes a long time. So, you know, China is putting a lot of money and putting a lot of manpower into research, but it's going to be quite a while um, before it reaches level of the United States. What progress has China made so far in achieving its goals with this initiative? But I think one could say is that China has so far built a very robust um, foundation in terms of human resources, in terms of various financial resources that can be put in innovation, and in terms of scientific establishment. So there is a very good foundation that China is going from but it is also facing considerable barriers in terms of its uh, institutional shortfalls, such as the freedom of scientists to pick their own project and the information transparencies, both within different institutions in China, as well as in exchange with other parts of the world. So um, a lot has been accomplished, but a significant institutional shortfalls. Do you see any areas for cooperation instead of competition between the two countries? So if you are talking about the United States and China, both are very strong pursuing technological lead. There's going to be a lot of competition. There's really no way around it. Um, but I do have to say a little more here is that there is this sort of argument is that um, China has, China's progress on technology, a lot of it is based on theft of intellectual property right in the United States. So we do have here and there cases that the Chinese scientists or engineers who are being accused of intellectual thefts. So um, I do not deny that happens and it will still happen. But I think the important thing to remember is that 
um, at the scale of China, technology and science progress require really long-term investment and it requires uh, a very large scale upgrade in terms of the infrastructure, in terms of talent, in terms of universities. So the achievement China has so far is predominantly a result of these investments as well as the, the work of many scientists and engineers that both within China as well as international collaboration. So you cannot, you know, it is not, um, it's rather absurd to say, oh, it's just based on intellectual sets. So that being said, what I'm saying is that there are many Chinese scientists and engineers which are very competent in their work and they're very hardworking. So there are many areas the United States could benefit and actually already benefited from collaborating with China. Um, I'm, they're just examples are too many, but I want to just take three areas. So first, um, electronics, right? So um, if we, United States, like Apple, uh, make very good iPhones, but they're expensive. If the smartphone is at $600, you have a limited number of people could use them. But Chinese company have built affordable smartphone at like say $100. So more people could use smartphones and these smartphone has part supply from the United States. So essentially that expanded the market of American company product. So the second area is on the environmental collaborations. Um, China is now the largest investor on renewable energy uh, or alternative uh, vehicles. So these are areas which we see rapid technology development in the world. So right now, for various reasons, United States are not investing that much in these areas, but we have a lot of scientists who has, you know, technology and science, and scientific products that could benefit global you know, combating global warming. So working with China, dealing with environmental problem, either global warming or pollution control would benefit both China and the United States. Um, the third area we I can think of are China, well, United States is world leader in terms of biotech and pharmaceutical industries. So, but these new medicines takes long time and extremely expensive to develop. Well, China have very large supply of lab technicians in various areas. It has a very large number of patients which need med access to medicine. It also have very large hospitals which can supply uh, data of various kind, so which really be helpful for the medicine, new medicine development. So um, these are the areas that um, United States and China as well could benefit in terms of um, biotech, in terms of um, medicine development.